you are now listening to the west side of t h a afterparty.com hey everybody this is perky of perky perspectives radio show i want you to tune in with me every sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. we'll be talking about ownership black wealth mental health traveling and of course creativity so reach out to me i'm here to uplift you and i'm repping for the west side of the after party radio show hey everybody this is perky of perky perspectives thanks for tuning in so for everybody that has been joining me i want to say thank you and i appreciate you um for people who do not know where to find the show outside of facebook live or wherever you're tuning in on you can follow me one on facebook at facebook.com slash perky perspectives and you can watch it live or you can follow the after party radio show inglewood version and that's t-h-a after party radio you can also find them on ig and twitter at the after party and you can find me on Instagram at Perky Sexy Cool. Now, for people who do like watching the visual, you can find Perky Perspectives on YouTube at youtube.com slash Perky Perspectives. Or you can find me in Podcast Land, which is Apple Podcasts, Google Play, ICN.DJ, Radio Public, Spotify, and soon Pandora. And that's under Perky Perspectives as well. So this is a very interactive show, so you can call me at 213-270-1969, and I'll take a call, we can chat, you can talk about your business, your music, whatever it is, and we can just go from there. And if you do have music and you want to see it featured in the show, then you can hit me up at perkyperspectivespod at gmail.com. So... For um, everybody that has been following and tuning in, um, I have an announcement. So I'm going to be going out of country, out of the country, really soon. I'm going to be leaving, actually this week, to go to Jamaica. So I'm super excited because I have some partnerships that I'm working on. I have some business plans that's going on. But I still will be recording and I still will be putting everything out there and like documenting the... um, the process and just what all is going on because for people who don't know me or haven't watched the show I have there's a piece of perky perspectives called for us and the reason why I created for us was to make sure that us melanated folks always know where we can go and who we can do business with or what have you in order to just push up you know and I think it's important because and I'll talk about this a little bit later in the show it's a lot of scammers out there. It's a lot of fakeness. It's a lot of people trying to pull one over on you. It's just, it, it's exhausting. <laughs> and it's so much fakeness that sometimes you'll meet somebody that's real and genuine and you'll be looking at them like, mm, I don't know about you. And that's just because there's so many people that put on that facade like they know what the fuck is going on and they really don't. So that's another reason why For Us was created. So that... It's kind of like the way I see it in my head is how you go to read a book. So say you go to a library, or you go to the bookstore, and you, you're like, I want to read something interesting. But you don't know where which direction to go. And then you see the Oprah book club stamp on it. And you're like, oh, okay. I fucks with Oprah. So I know I can read this book and it's going to be legit. That's how I want the For Us symbol to be. I want for people to be able to... Like, 
to go somewhere and they see the symbol and they like, okay, I can go here. I, I can feel safe. I can do business with the people that's involved with this organization because it has the for us stamp on it. So I go all over the place. I, I've been to Europe. Now I'm about to go to Jamaica, all throughout the United States, Puerto Rico, all these different places. And trust me, Africa and all these other places are next. I am not done. <laughs> and so the goal is for me to, me and the people I partner with, to help spread for us throughout the world so that no matter where you go you can you know you might follow me and go to Jamaica after and now you know okay I can visit black B&B and I'll have a place to stay or I can go to this event and you know blah 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 so that's the plan that's the goal that's what I've been setting up and so it is a journey and a process that makes me have to move a lot so sadly that means I won't be in LA for a little bit and so you won't see me on this platform but the partnership has not ended the after party is now on the for us stamp so y'all know y'all could check out the after party and know that it's legit you know even though it was before I came just saying like now you can be sure <laughs> but um so yeah so that's the plan that's one of my big announcements and I'm just really excited for all of that and yes, like like I said, it's a push-up game, and it's only up from here. So on that note, I want to play like a little clip on one of my favorite songs, because you know now I gotta get in the Caribbean mood. You see, I got my my colors on, every color in the rainbow. Gotta express my happiness <laughs> for this announcement. Um, and so I'm gonna play one of my songs that like gets me excited. It's uh, the song by Coffee with a K, and it's called Toast. Yeah, blessings we are reap and we coerce in a handful Oh, we not rise and boast Yeah, we give thanks like we need it the most We have to give thanks like we really supposed to be thankful Blessings all for me music like there's different types of songs and there's different types of vibes that you know you just play it and you can't help it like outstanding you know somebody put on outstanding you could be like hey you know you can't help it <laughs> and so um just just want to spread those good vibes you know that's another reason why I'm really excited to go to Jamaica like trust me I could have made a list and it would have filled up this whole room as to all the reasons why I'm excited but um one of the main reasons is 
that I'm just I'm excited to go to a place to where it's just good vibes. Like you can't really that's another reason why people like Cali because we always have good weather, which helps to just induce good vibes. But then put island on top of that, put fruit in and all this tropical loving and songs and melanated folks with they locks and, you know, beautiful skin and dance moves. Everybody just bust out dancing. That's how I imagine it. <laughs> Everybody just bust out dancing out of nowhere like, hey, see, I need to learn how to do the splits when I come back, y'all. I'm going to know how to do the split, all of them, both sides in the middle, okay? Because <laughs> I'm going to have to learn how to just, because, you know, they have, they dances and they parties to where out of nowhere it just break up. Maybe it isn't out of nowhere, but in my mind, out of nowhere, everybody just break out into dance and music start playing. You see somebody climb on top of the speaker, they jump off, and then they land on top of the other person, and they start popping it. Like, that's how I imagine it. No, I am not going to be jumping off of anything and landing that way, but just to be able to brag and say, I can. <laughs> that's my goal, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really excited to go. Like I said, it's good vibes. And, um, like I mentioned earlier, it's just a lot of fakeness and, and like, I know people say it a lot about LA and Cali and stuff, and I don't necessarily think it's just because we in LA, but Hollywood does play a role in there in that it's a lot of actors. It's a lot of people believing they have to fake it until they make it. So then they put on this facade and they say that they know how to do things that they don't know how to do. And they make false promises and partnerships that don't go anywhere. Um, so you definitely have to, uh, protect yourself, but, um, you know, it's also just like, one of those things to where it gets old real fast. And so I, I just want to shake it off and shake off the bad energy and just get back to the roots, you know, go ground myself. Like I'm going to literally ground myself. So for people who don't um, meditate or do earth practices, um, basically grounding is when you go out into nature and you like kind of bury yourself in you don't have to bury your whole body you could just put your feet in you could put your hands in you know if you're at the beach you could cover yourself a little bit whatever it is it helps for you to reconnect back to the earth and it's supposed to also like the um the dirt and everything is supposed to pull some of the toxins and negativity out of your body so i'm definitely gonna be doing that I'm gonna be waking up to the sunrise because I got. I'm gonna have a balcony. I'm gonna be able to look over into the sunrise. Man, I'm gonna be spoiled. I might not make it back. <laughs> they make you get a round trip ticket, and I know why because I went to buy my ticket and I was like, I'm just going one way, and they give you this big old warning, and it's like, um, when you're traveling from the U.S., you need to get round trip, and I was like, okay. I guess I only get stuck at the airport and not even make it to Jamaica. So I went ahead and got my um ticket for as far in advance or far out as possible. The dates might change though. But um yeah, so I'm excited about that and I have some people that are already out there that's waiting for me to come and we're going to do business and just like so many dope events and plans that we have to look forward to. So um that no, I'm gonna do the for us segment because I wanna talk about the people I'm gonna be partnering with. Perky perspectives. Are you tired of working on five? Tired of making money for someone else? 
Feel like you went to school for how many years and only have debt to show for it? Ready to just run away to some island and call it quits? Come talk to me. We trying to rebuild Black Wall Street. This is for us, by us. Oh, so for people who do not know, for us, like I said earlier, is to be a platform for melanated folks to be able to find each other, find resources, and know where they can go to feel safe and, you know, welcomed. But not only that, in regards to my podcast and my radio platform, it is just that it's a platform for um, me to uplift melanated folks and what they got going on their businesses their music their artistry basically how people break the nine to five cycle by doing the things that they love how to uh that they love doing and know how to do and i think that's the best thing you know if everybody stopped well i guess there's gonna always be workers and there's gonna always be creators and there's gonna always be business owners and all those different sectors but for the most part i always felt like if if you went ahead and developed what it was that you actually love and know how to do well and you took the energy to do that rather than work in somebody else's job and feed it into the rat race and all those other things that we all would just move more happily and we will all coexist better because we're doing what we love to do and we staying in our own lane you stay in your own lane you're not gonna be bothered by what Susie and Michael and the Joneses are doing up the street you're gonna just love doing what you're doing whether or not you making a million dollars off of it or you making you know hopefully still six figures a hundred thousand <laughs> but um it's gonna just make you feel complete and I think that was spread throughout as long if we keep moving on that energy. So that's what For Us is about. So today I want to uplift the Jamaican Wine Club. I actually started speaking and working and planning with this young lady, um, Mona. I don't know if she wants everybody to know her full name. But she created, she's actually a businesswoman. Like she has multiple businesses like Black B&B, Jamaican Wine Club. And so many other things. And so she created Jamaican Wine Club, which is Jamaica's first monthly subscription of wine that you can have in, on the island. But she also spreads and ships throughout the world. She is stationed both in Jamaica and the UK. And through the partnership that we're, we're building, it will be throughout the United States and other places as well. And the goal is to, you know, just help to spread different types of wines throughout different parts of the world by a black owned business and so i'm definitely supportive this month is it still november yes it's still november earlier this month she sponsored 
she was the first wine sponsor of a bodybuilding competition which <laughs> I don't know how she made that work. I'm like, I'm trying to picture it. I'm like, that's amazing. Like you get to relax and sip on some wine while somebody's over there, like, you know, flexing the hardest that they ever can. I, I'm just imagining Arnold Schwarzenegger on stage flexing and then getting off stage and then drinking a bottle of wine, like, or the opposite. I don't know, <laughs> but that's how I picture it. And that's what she does. She helps to sponsor events and everything. We actually planned this past, uh, Nottingham carnival to do an event for the wine club. And for us, it just didn't work out. Cause I hadn't been to the UK that many times and I was trying to figure it out myself, but that's another reason why I'm going out there. We're going to be planning so many beautiful things so that we can make sure that there is like more landing places for us to go and travel. Because I think our exposure to the world and to all these different black-owned businesses and all these different ways to experience culture, not just through cruises or not just go through going to, um, what are they called, um, exhorts. In, is, it, is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah, exhorts. Um, where it's like everything is for the tourist and it's just like catered to you. Like, no, get out and like experience what the actual country is about. And that doesn't, like, Jamaica, a lot of people think we, and Bob Marley. <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, the only two things people know about Jamaica. The Marleys and we. And there's so much more to the country. So I'm going to help to expose that for us Americans that don't really know a lot. You know, I'm going to help spread that. And one way I'm going to do it is to be doing for us. Um, Jamaican wine events and black B&B events with her so if you want to find her website is jamaicanwineclub.com you can also go on Facebook at facebook.com slash jamaicanwine it's the same on Instagram and then she also has the black B&B company which you can find that on Instagram as well and when you go to book see Airbnb is huge and everything but sometimes you still like, <laughs> like, what was it? This this lady she booked um, an Airbnb in New York, and it happened to be in the New York projects. She was like staying at night. You're like, what am I doing in here? And I, just, you're not gonna get that with Black B&B. Okay, we're not gonna put you in the project somewhere. You thinking you come in to have like this beautiful experience? <laughs> because see and the thing about it is the projects are in like the best parts of the city like they have those shoreline views and like right smack dab in the middle of new york so if you don't know any better you like oh yeah look at that view it's amazing oh my gosh like and it's probably super cheap because they rent is super cheap because most of them is on section eight and it's like oh i'm getting a deal no we're not gonna do that to you <laughs> we're not gonna put you in the hood somewhere that you don't know okay and so if you want to look that up on Instagram, it's blackbnb underscore we travel black company. Okay. And support black. You can, you'll definitely be hearing more from her because we'll be recording and doing different shows and events together. And we'll probably even host some wine tasting events. And if you have a business, if you have a storefront, if you have events or anything like that, and you, or even if you're just having a celebration, you're having a dinner party or something like that, and you want some wine, hit us up. We deliver. And so I'm, a ma I'm helping to make that connection, right? So just go find it, JamaicanWineClub.com. Okay? Shout-outs to you, Mona. Um, so, yeah, that's really the For Us segment for today. Just want to uplift black business. That's always going to be a goal. I support everybody in their business, but I definitely just want more of us to have businesses. 
and not even just have businesses. I've been speaking to a lot of people recently about why some of our marginalized communities don't really make it in the business world or we don't feel like we can be successful stepping out of the nine to five world. And I think it's mainly because we have all the talent in the world, but we don't know how to put the money behind it. We just we're not financially we're not financially literate and it's not really taught in the ways that we need it for us that are educated and we go to school even in the school systems they teach you how to be a worker but like an independent worker you know and if you don't go to school you know you want to be independent and you know you want to have ownership but it's still that gap on how do I keep this skill that I'm really really good at but also put money behind it so that I can sustain myself on what I love to do and that's that the hardest part about it because it's not it's no longer like deeply culturally ingrained and we just have to get better at it we know how we got the talent we definitely got that we have the drive there's so many people that do create businesses whether it's selling stuff out their car or it's actually buying a storefront and doing it that way there's so many examples of us starting businesses but now one we have to support each other's business and not just say oh black people always overcharge or black people always late or whatever it is. you know the negative stig stigmas that we put on top of it before people can even start and then also we have to um support our loved ones that would be helpful whether it's just giving somebody a shout out or actually buying their their um products so that you can help support them and then it's just um taking the time out to do research there's podcasts there's youtube videos there's books there's seminars there's meetups there's um conferences expos all these different things that you can do now to become more informed in the area that you want to be more informed in and go network meet these people talk learn some stuff be unafraid to make mistakes be unafraid to be uncomfortable and you're gonna have some businesses that fail oh well Oh, well, I'm sure you got a million, thousand, quadrillion, whatever ideas in your head that you can come up with another business if that one fails. Just don't do the same thing over and over again. Don't make the same mistakes, you know. Like if you started a business and then somebody stole it from you, okay, this time make sure that you protect yourself. You copyright it. You put your name on stuff. You sign it, notarize, you know, whatever you need to do to keep it yours and legit um, and then move from there. And just keep building and building and building and always stay true to what your dreams and your beliefs are. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not going to make it because if you let them tell you that and you believe it, then you're stopping before you even got started. And that's not fair to your dreams and your life. Who wants to die and be on or who wants to be dying on their deathbed and be like, ah, oh, I wish I would have just went for it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go through that. I really don't. I'd rather be on my deathbed like, yeah, I'm in debt, but oh, well, like, <laughs> I'm not going to be in debt. But I'm just saying, like, it's better to fail than to not have tried. OK, so, um, yeah. That's my little monologue for tonight. <laughs> so moving forward, I wanted to also speak about um, love, period. I always do the segment. It's my last show for this uh, season, so I got to end it with the love, period, because I actually, I got, yeah, I got some stories. So, yeah, let's go into that. <laughs> Niggas always think shit is about them. Love, period. Love, period. <laughs> I hate 
that people don't respect personal space. Personal space. Like, it's mainly niggas. Let me just be real. Niggas is the most frustrating shit when you be on your period. Everything about them be frustrating. The little shit can bother me too. Like if I'm on my period and I'm already not in the mood and I go outside and mosquito bite me, then mosquitoes gonna be fucking with me too. Like I'm not gonna fuck with nobody that day. Okay, so, love period, today. So, it's so relevant for me right now because, oh, background. Love period, for those who do not know, is creating a platform for women to be able to talk about they womanly things, whether it's their period, pregnancies, you know, hormonal shifts, being irritated as a woman in the dating world, you know, whatever is going on. Like, it's just a platform for women to express without feeling like, you know, they have to censor themselves or whatever the case. So I want to talk about the fact that I was on my period last week trying to go throughout the city, do meetings and, you know, just set up business. And I kept meeting at spots that did not have a public restroom. And to me, that's like ridiculous, especially if you're I, I thought it was against the law to have seating and to have food provided and then have no restroom for the cus- the customers i swear that i'm oh i must have made it up because i swear that was a law and so i was really upset because i'm i'm meeting at the starbucks downtown so mind you the location does matter it seems like in more of the city areas the restaurants and stuff don't have restrooms my guess is because they do not want to have any people lingering you know people doing drugs or whatever in the bathroom or homeless people whatever I don't know what it is but even still and I was thinking about that too I was like that's fucked up so everybody mad is mad that there's like this influx of people who are homeless in the cities and that oh it's getting dirtier oh they're sleeping everywhere and all all these different stupid complaints yet okay I've when I was living in New York I used to sometimes go down into the trains and as you're going down the stairs to go down to the platform, you could smell pee or you'll see poop or something in the corner. And it's like, oh, that's nasty. But just think about it. If I had a public restroom for somebody to go and use the restroom in, I probably wouldn't be walking down the steps passing some something that smelled pissy. Now, don't get me wrong. I noticed that men pee everywhere. Y'all don't have no type of regard because y'all can pee everywhere. You know, I'm still not going to do it, (laughs) but yeah, so some people will still pee outside, but you need public restrooms. And I don't think that is fair for people to just be like, oh, well, we don't have one because we don't want people just lingering. Like, maybe have a time limit or something. Like, the door just pop open after, like, 15 minutes. Like, I don't know, but, like, not having it is messed up. And so then I also had this issue because, like I said, I'm on my period. And I don't know if some of you ladies probably went through this to where you out and you like, okay, it's been a little minute. Am I ruining my underwear? Uh Uh-uh, need some white pants or whatever the case. You don't want to have that embarrassing moment, especially when you're in a business meeting to where it's like, oh, you go to stand up and they're like, what's that on your backside? And it's red. No, nobody wants to go through that. And what if I was pregnant? See, this is how my my mind worked, though. I started, like, listing all these possibilities, and I'm like, any of these possibilities is grounds for me to sue you because I'm embarrassed. (laughs) but um i had to go so i left the starbucks for one of the instances and i went across the street because everybody started sending me everywhere oh no we don't have a bathroom miss i'm sorry are you really sorry 
Cause it don't, you don't have to deal with it. You the employee, you get to go to the back and use the restroom. Y'all really don't care. One person was like, unfortunately, we don't. I'm like, it's not unfortunate for you. See, that's when I started to get attitude, right? I'm wearing heels. I'm in a business outfit. So then I go across the street because they like go across the street to the hotels. Then I get to the hotel and they're like, no, it's for people who are staying at the hotel. If I'm staying at your hotel, why would I use the restroom downstairs? Wouldn't I just go upstairs to the restroom in my hotel room? And then I'm also mad because the dude that was behind the counter, he seen me at the Starbucks. I was like, you know I was in there. You know I'm not just sleeping. At, like, So I made a huge fuss. I'm talking to the lady, and I'm like, can you please let me use the re- the restroom, miss? Like, there's no public restrooms nearby. I'm on my period. Like, it's been a minute. I need to go. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I just felt like there's no loyalty bef- between women. And that took me on a whole nother tangent in my mind because I do feel like that sometimes. I feel like in instances where we're being like put in situations that are uncom- uncomfortable but not relatable between genders, sometimes women do not come up and stand up for the other women. For instance, if you are in a domestic, and this happens a lot, if you're in a domestic violence relationship and there's something happening to you out in public by your partner, a lot of the times other women don't come to the rescue or they'll tell you like when you go and talk to them oh like well maybe what did you do to upset them or something like that and so there's like these instances where I feel like women should come up and stand up for other women like I know what it feels like to be out on your period and you need to use the restroom you can't find one so let me let you use this one just you know keep it clean or whatever and so I just was like I was fed up and so I think that there something needs to happen between that. It's already bad enough that people who are homeless are left to feel like they can't go anywhere, they can't sit anywhere, they can't get food anywhere, they can't be anywhere in peace. And then when they want to use the restroom, they can't even use a restroom anywhere. Think about it. What if you just became homeless? Yeah, and it doesn't matter when you became homeless. But what if you just became homeless? What if you're, you know, the last month you didn't have the money, you know, you ha- you got put out you still trying to be clean because maybe you have a job or you're trying to get a job and get your stuff back together and you've been sleeping in your car and you don't want to have to pee in a cup or something like that. So you go to the Starbucks or the McDonald's that you always that, you know, always has a restroom and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't use it. What are you supposed to do? And so it's like you're putting people in these awkward and uncomfortable situations. And I just don't think it's fair. So, you know, that's just me reflecting on what I've been going through. Because I found a restroom and I was going to find one. Like, I was about to demand it from somebody. <laughs> and I did, actually. I did demand it. <laughs> Thanks, Hilton. But um, I went ahead and used the restroom. But that's just, like, my struggle. What about the people that that's their day-to-day You know, they got to always deal with that. And nobody cares. The weather is always crazy. It's always, you know, it's raining or it's hot or it's cold. And, you know, people coming and cleaning up the streets or people getting upset that you're there and they calling the cops on you. And a lot of people who are homeless, they have um, they have police record, not police records. Sorry, they have criminal records. So they are not allowed to have police contact. So even sometimes they'll just be outside trying to do their thing and be off to themselves and a police officer will come and bother them just because they know they're not supposed to be getting uh, talked to by a police officer and then they get arrested and then they go to jail. And when you're homeless and you have to leave all your stuff, the stuff that you've been carrying, you've been trying to watch just in case, you you know, you're able to find a place and get back on your feet. If you go to jail, they're not going to watch your stuff for you. 
It's gone. Somebody gonna come and take your spot that you've been holding. Somebody's gonna go through your stuff and disperse it or, you know, sell it or whatever is gonna happen. And then you have to start all over again. And so we just gotta do better on how we think about how our actions relate to other people. Yeah, you think, oh, me closing off my restrooms is gonna keep it clean and we're not gonna have any issues. But look at that trickle down effect and how it's like playing into the whole picture. Like nobody likes gentrification and all these changes that's happening but yet you feeding into it oh yeah you know keeping the homeless people off the streets is keeping the streets clean and so and blah 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 but where are they going where are they pushing them to it's not like all every homeless person is like oh we're keeping you off the streets so we're gonna put you in this house that's abandoned right here and we're gonna let you fix it up no we're gonna just push you somewhere further and further away so that we don't have to see you because out of sight out of mind so we just got to do better so that was my little tangent as to why I felt like it's disrespectful to not have public restrooms. But also, like, fuck that. If you go have drinks provided to your guests on a basic level, I need to use the restroom. Like, what if I just drink, drink three lemonades at your establishment? Now I can't pee? <laughs> like, that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Get it together, Starbucks in Hollywood. And what was the other place? Subways. Subways don't ever have no restroom either. Y'all need to do better. You need to do better. Want to be open 24 hours, but don't have no fucking bathroom. <laughs> I'm really getting mad, y'all. Because <laughs> when your bladder hurt, like, it starts to stink a little bit. You know, you be like, oh, hold on. Like, why? <laughs> like, it's pressing. No, like, I don't want that. Mm-mm. But yes, <laughs> when I have my restaurant in the future, I'm going to have a restroom. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so... <sighs> It's a lot going on. It's a lot of changes. I, um, for us and all these things, like I, I just have to continue to build up perky perspectives. There's a lot of things we want to talk about for people who tuned in last week when last Monday when Jan Perry was on. She mentioned me hosting um, a voting spot. Well, not a voting, an informational session for millennials to learn about the different voting centers and things like that. And then it made me think maybe I can also help to set up a voting center. So this is something I'm going to be planning because early voting begins in March. And I think it's like the beginning of March, you'll be able to start voting. So we have a few months so we can get this get this together. Jan Perry is running for supervisor in District 2. So if you live in that area, which is, it's a big area actually. It includes Inglewood. It includes like the Crenshaw area, Hawthorne. It goes down into like some parts of South Bay. And then all the way up by like the USC areas to some parts of L.A., so like that South L.A. area. So if you live in any of those parts, you have a location you want to see about setting up a voting center or if you want to see about setting up an informational center or not informational center, informational session so that you can help the people around you to learn about the voting rights and everything like that. Let me know. Also, if you're an, the head of your neighborhood council or if you just go to your neighborhood committee meetings and you want something like that for your neighborhood, let us know and we can help put that together. So Jan Perry's website is janperry2020.com. So you can reach out to her through there. My website is perksofwellness.org. So you can find me on there or on Instagram at perkysexycool, all those things. And then we could talk because I think it's important. And, you know, I don't know how I feel about politics all the way. Like, I still be in and out 
Like, I'm like, uh, like, it's cool, like, but, uh, like, <laughs> it's cool because I, I see the changes that we can make. And I know what can happen when a lot of people come together and push for the same right. Because you can look at, like, the LGBT community and all the strides that they've been making because they're organized and they're going through it through the political avenue. And so I do know that if we came together and we did that, we can make more change happen. But I also know that us millennials are just getting fed up with how things are going and a lot of us are just like f it <laughs> like we're gonna just do things our own way and so like we're kind of divided in that way and so i personally believe that we just need to start all over we need to just dismantle all of the politics that we got going on and just start from scratch because to me it was built on like this i'm so the people who were in charge, they built it off of their like i don't want to be like the uk but we're gonna do everything like the uk type brain and then they also built it on top of slavery. So I already don't like that part. And I already don't want to support that part. But it's what we're working with. So as long as we're working with it, then, you know, let's fix it from the inside out. But if we do need to start over, we can first start by getting rid of Trump. And then going from there. <laughs> Maybe Obama can, you know, be our, our counsel. Like, he don't have to be president again. I know Michelle ain't going to go for that. But maybe he could just come in and out, you know, and be like, hey, everybody, you know, I'll be the figurehead until y'all get it together. We will really appreciate that. <laughs> but in the meantime and in between time, let's figure out how we could best be organized and get it together and push forward so that we can build and keep our communities together. No, this is not a paid event. You don't have to pay to come to this informational session. When I do put it together, it's going to be just that information. You can ask questions, and you could just learn what's going on. It's going to be good vibes. It will probably be sponsored by Jamaican Wine Club at the end. <laughs> We're going to talk first, and then we can sip and network. But, um, yeah, so let's do it. So um, thanks, everybody, that has tuned in that has joined me on this journey that has been here rocking with me on the after party. This has been a good season. I would say it's been what? Mm, 10 or so episodes, something like that, which is about the amount that I usually do on my podcast anyway. So it fit perfectly. And when I start record recording again, Oh, it's been 11. This is 11. So um, when I start recording again, when I get to Jamaica, it'll be more from that Caribbean. It'll be like a Perky perky tra perky Perspectives Travels type uh, podcast. So it's going to be a little bit differently, uh, differently ran and everything. But same concept, same vibes and everything. And then when I come back out here, I'll still be coming to the after party, still interviewing people, still having these vibes as well. So, again, if you want to listen on Podcast Land, that's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Pandora, Spotify, ICN.DJ, and Radio Public. And you can also find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash perky perspectives it should be there no later than tomorrow and you can comment like rate subscribe help to push it up push up the visibility i've had several people send me their music shout outs to them there's been so many different people so many different guests that's come on to the show so far shout, shout outs to them it's been good partnerships good vibes so when you like rate and subscribe you're not only supporting perky perspectives but you're helping to support them and I don't ask for money, but, you know, if you ever wanted to be 
to have an ad, a sponsorship, or anything like that. Um, yes, yeah, some of that support will go to the show, but it'll also go to the people that's helping to put everything together. So you could reach out to me on Instagram at Perky Sexy Cool. We could talk more about it. And yeah, let me know if you have an event, if you want help with emceeing, hosting. I do those things as well, and we'll just continue to rock out together. So, on that note, I want to end it <clears throat> with m this last song because I didn't tell y'all everything. I told you a little bit <laughs> of what is going to be going on. You're going to have to tune in to see everything, right? But for people that's haters that don't believe in what I'm trying to do, that always got something to say, this song is for y'all. It's funky business, but he said it sounds like something else. But I heard this song first when I went to the, the UK Carnival. So it's still that Caribbean vibes because that's how we rolling for now. And thanks again. Talk to y'all soon. Them just a study people business, study people business, study people business, so oh. Well I don't care what people wanna say Them will talk you any time of day hey. You do good, them talking you You do bad, them talking you Them never have nothing good to say Them ask the most questions Where you from? Where you going? Who are your mother? When have you been home? Mind your phone